0: Coming up on Unsound Advice, yeah, my sister got, like, syphilis from a guinea pig or something. Mm. And she um, is going to kill me for telling this story. But she <laughs> uh, she is a listener, and mm-hmm. we're no longer sisters after mm-hmm. this airs. So I'm sorry, Anna, but it's too good of a story. Don't tell me this stuff if you don't want me to tell people. It's, like, the best story I've ever heard. Twice in the last month, I had to come pick her up from a guy's house, drunk, at 4.30 in the morning.
1: Do I just assume he's not interested anymore?
2: So I'm in my second marriage. My first one ended because my wife cheated on me and my second wife is starting to act in a similar way.
3: Hey, Laura. Hi, Laura.
0: Hi. Hey, there. Um, I know you're a 12-step program person, so I was just wondering, how do you break up with a hairstylist? A bunch of my coworkers are really bad at their jobs. And I wanted to try you know, bringing her back into my life. I'm just wondering if you had any guidance for me. Give me a strategy here. do I start? How do I even begin?
3: And how do I stop eating cookies? Because I love cookies so much. Thanks a lot, Laura. You're the best.
0: Hi, welcome to Unsound Advice with Laura Bites. I'm Laura Bites. I'm super excited to be joined by today's guest. She Wrote on and appeared numerous times on Lights Out with David Spade on Comedy Central, and she's written on some of my. She's written some of my favorite jokes on Comedy Central's Roasts and Roast Battle. Her latest special, Forty Four, is out now. All the way from Calhoun, Georgia, Sarah Tiana. Hello, love. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for asking me to be here. Um, I know you from the Comedy Store. Mm-hmm. We've done a ton of shows together. I know you from Lights Out with David Spade. Mm-hmm. You were my private writer one time <laughs> when I was on panel and shared your jokes with me. You mean there I I just laughed at the jokes that you already wrote that were awesome. And I go, yeah, do that one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, it's so good to have you. I'm really excited. I'm excited that you're doing this. Yeah. This um, is fun. I'm excited for our calls today. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Uh, for our listeners, Sarah walked in and didn't know that we gave advice on this podcast mm-hmm. because I didn't tell her. And so we're excited. That was yeah. good advice to not tell me. Yeah. I've been keeping <laughs> the invitation messages super informal. I'm just like, do you want to do my podcast? Cause it doesn't, yeah. I don't know. People I don't sure think it's
1: anybody... It's not like... As long as I don't have to prepare anything, then there's there's no... It's so fun and easy. And yeah. I can, you're like... Basically, you're saying, do you want to come hang out with me for an hour? And yeah. I'm like, yeah,
0: yeah, I do. That's it. Great. Yeah. Thank sure. you for being here. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you feel like you give... Like, are you bursting with advice about anything? Is there anything you feel like you give especially good advice on?
1: I think, um, well, I'm a good planner. So I'm good at planning things. Um, I, I think I have good advice when it comes to relationships because um I have a lot of experience. <laughs> yeah <laughs> in, you know, relationships, good and bad. And so I feel like my whole 30s was just constant dating and looking and and now I've found. Love and happiness, and I'm very happy. So, I, I feel like you know, people definitely ask me about that a lot, yeah. But I don't know if that's what they're gonna ask me about, which well, is totally the questions. fine. That's
0: what I'm gonna ask you about. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So, something I've been seeing so much of on like Instagram specifically, mm-hmm. and 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 when I talk to people, but I think that that's because I'm seeing so much of it on Instagram. Um, Or I think there's definitely a relationship between those two things is this idea of like, when it's the right person, you'll know everything will be comfortable, it'll fall into place. And I don't know, to me, that kind of seems like it's magical thinking and ignores the fact that like, people are flawed. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. I think that, you know, like, um, I think... I think there's definitely an an immediate attraction. I think the longer you date, the the more you know what you don't want. So I think when people say, when you meet the right person, you'll know, what you know is that they have qualities that you like, and they don't have a ton of qualities that you don't like. Mm-hmm. And when I met my boyfriend now, we've been together for almost eight years, it's like... He had. I used to have this bit about deal breakers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I won't date you if your car's a mess because that means your room's a mess, which means your life's a mess. Like stuff like that. Yeah. Like if you don't valet, yeah. like not happening. That means we can't get an appetizer, and I know who you are, and like <laughs> stuff like that. And yeah. he literally did every single one of those. Things. Like he had a roommate. He yeah. wore jerseys when it wasn't the day of the game. I'm like, what? Is- who are you? <laughs> <laughs> But
0: <laughs> it's such a funny one. Yeah, but he
1: <laughs> he was really good at his job. Mm-hmm. He was really smart and he was someone that I respected and I looked up to and admired and I found myself bragging about him when he wasn't there. And for me that was like that's when I knew. Yeah. Like I saw him and I was like that's my boyfriend like before I even spoke a word to him. Yeah. And then you meet him and you go, "Oh, well, he has all these things, but it it actually doesn't really matter because He does so much more stuff that I like. And I think the older you get, the more you know what you don't like. Yeah. And so when you meet somebody and immediately you're like, oh, I actually like you and I'm excited about you. That is, I think, what they mean by you'll know.
0: Right. At, At what point or has there been a point where like at some point in, I think we get to a point where we're like, hmm, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. Did you have that point? And if so, like how far into your relationship was it? Sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, there was like a lack of commitment on his part. Mm -hmm. And that really bothered me. Also, when we first started talking, like he would just send me texts that was like, how was your day? And Mm I go, "Uh uh-uh. I'm not making small talk with you. If you want to have a conversation, we can go on a date and hang out. But I don't do that, you know? Um, (laughs) And so you know, there was a little bit of a learning curve and then you're like, I don't know if it's going to work out. I just know that I'm excited about seeing him when I do see him, but I'm keeping my options open. It's not like I was like, I'm never, I'm not dating anybody else. And then he wouldn't Call me his girlfriend or commit to me for months and like probably eight months, Holy shit, yeah, a long time. Yeah. and he's just a little slow. He was a slower mover, And I was faster because, mm-hmm. again, I had more dating experience, and I go, no, no, I know it's out there, and you're pretty great,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: and I just want to move forward. It doesn't mean forward forever, right? It just means in the interim. And, um, so, yeah, so basically, I had to go give him an ultimatum, like, Either we're together or I have to go because I have another option that wants to be together. Right. But I prefer you. Right. And um and he had to think about it.
0: Yeah. He had to
1: like he didn't go yes I want to be he was like I just have to think about it
0: after eight months. Uh huh. That's yeah so because he's not thinking about
1: me. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because we are thinking about. That's yeah. why women also move on faster because we talk about men to our girlfriends. Yeah. Men don't talk about girls to their guy friends. Yeah. They keep it all in. So they're not really processing things because they're not saying things out loud.
0: Right. <laughs> you
1: know? So it's kind of like you have to push them to go, I need you to think about this. Yeah. I need this to be on your mind. Because, you know. Yeah. That's where we are.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that men trust us more than we trust them also. <laughs> so like a thing... That is my experience when I'm dating someone, even if it's exclusive, but if we don't like have the title Mm -hmm. yet, in my mind, I'm always like, I don't want to get played. I don't want to get played. Like Mm -hmm. I'm mindful of this person just like stringing me along. And I don't think that men have that fear the way that we do.
1: Right. But I don't think men are also intentionally stringing women along. And I think that we have that thought about them Mm -hmm. because maybe we are people as women who string men along because we're like, again, here I am dating other people. I'm like, well, I got to keep my options open. Yeah. Right. But they're not really multitaskers like that. They are A to B, you know, yeah. and we are C to Z. Right. So they aren't necessarily just playing around. They're just like, oh, I I just haven't really thought about a future. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just not. And then you have to force them to think about it. And and don't by force. I don't mean like Sit down and think about it I just mean like By Just dropping hints Constantly like Hey (laughs) You know Because that's honestly How it works Yeah yeah. You can't just say You know You have to do this And then If you don't But men do respond to that much easier. I think women think that, oh, I can't tell a man that I I don't like that. I have to, like, beat around the bush. But they're they're not like that. Mm -hmm. Like, we're more sensitive with our feelings, so we treat them how we want to be treated, but we can't do that. We have to treat men the way they can understand and be treated, which is just say, like, I need you to take all the dishes out of the dishwasher and put all of them away and not leave one on the counter because you don't know where it goes. Yeah. I need you to remember where that goes Yeah. because, you know, and then they go, oh, okay. Yeah. But if I just, you know, and just go, I like, do you not know where this goes? Right. You just, it's like, hey, I need you to put all of them away. Yeah. It, it upsets me. It makes me, you know, it you to be very direct. Yeah. Is what I mean.
0: Have you, have you always, um, trusted him or have there ever been any issues with like secrecy or any like flags or anything or like what do you think is was the commitment the greatest obstacle that you faced
1: that was the greatest obstacle I never had any issues with trust yeah even a couple of years ago uh before we had a baby so whatever four or five years ago um he was being really nice to me one week like He's always very nice to me, but it was extra or mm-hmm. it was just like a little too much. Mm-hmm. And I was telling one of my girlfriends about it and they go, oh, do you think he's cheating on you? And I go, <laughs> no, like he either is, he's either going to ask me to marry him or he has cancer. Like yeah. those are the only two yeah. options because I just know him well enough and, and trust him. Now, there's been plenty of other men who, who have cheated on me, who have been deceptive. And I, but I, after you have so much experience, you go, mm. No, red flag. And then you just have to say, are you seeing somebody else? Because men are also, like, they're not very good at lying on the spot. Mm -hmm. They'll usually just come out and say it. Yeah. It's like what, you know, when Maria Shriver and Arnold Schwarzenegger broke up, like, she literally asked him in therapy, are you cheating on me with the housekeeper? Did you have a baby with the housekeeper? And he was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and then she was like, okay, we're getting a divorce. Like, yeah. Oh my God. You know, so yeah. it's sometimes just being direct is, it's hard. The reason sometimes we don't ask those questions because we might not want to know the answers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, my sister got, like, syphilis from a guinea pig or something, mm. and she has been married many years, mm-hmm. um, and she, and she mm-hmm. yeah, got this, like, STD, I don't remember which one, it was like an antibiotic one, you know what I mean, no okay. big deal, and she um, is gonna kill me for telling this story, but <laughs> she uh, she is a listener, and mm-hmm. we're no longer sisters after mm-hmm. this airs, so I'm sorry, Anna, but it's too good of a story, don't tell me this <laughs> stuff if you don't want me to tell people, it's like the best story I've ever heard, Um. But she trusts her husband completely. And so when the doctor was like, you have, I will just say syphilis, because mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, she was like, oh, how could you get that besides, you know, what? I, and he was like, well, it is a sexually transmitted disease. Mm-hmm. Like, this is an awkward conversation, but mm-hmm. like, that's how you got it. Um, and she was like, no, <laughs> no. What other way? Yeah. And they went back and forth like that a few times. And then finally he was like, well, I mean... There have been cases of people getting it from guinea pigs. And she was like, oh, yeah, we have a guinea pig. And that's how (laughs) I got it. Yeah. But I just loved that, that like there was so much trust in their marriage that Mm -hmm. even when a doctor was like, you have been cheat medically, you've been cheated on. (laughs) Yeah. And she still was like, no. Yeah. What's the other thing, you know?
1: Yeah, I think that's also one of those things that you just know right away about somebody when when you know you know. Like, when you meet them, you go, okay, no, he doesn't even have the ability to lie to me, so that's I so can't fun. imagine him cheating on me because I he just, like, that would take so much planning. Right, right. <laughs> and, and I know he's completely incapable of that. Yeah. So I don't believe that, but also I don't think he would do it Ever like he's just not that, but mo- there have been plenty of men in my past that I go, mm. and then you just have to keep an eye on it, or you go, oh, you're not calling me by my real name enough, huh? You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay,
0: this Can could you just say be more a- about
1: that. I think uh, I've dated men who will just call you pet names, like, hey, beautiful, hey, princess, hey, Miss America, and that to me is like, oh, you're trying to juggle lots of women, so you call us all that so that you don't call us by the wrong name.
0: Oh, shit. I never thought mm-hmm. about that. hmm Interesting. <laughs> Happens. Well, all right. <laughs> so I those guess are... I have stuff to think about. Uh, should we take a call? <laughs> <laughs>
2: sure. you need a minute?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Let's take a call. All
2: right. All right. Uh, we've got this call. There's a little context he just wanted to set us up with. Uh, he's thirty. He's a 31-year-old male. He's dating a 37-year-old woman. They've been dating for five months. And this issue has been going for months. All right, here we go.
3: Hi, Laura. Uh, I love your show. But I guess I'll just get to the question. So I'm a male. been having sex with a girl. And she, uh, when we first started, there was no smells. And now there's smells coming from the vagina. So looked it up. Looks like she has vaginosis. This has only happened uh, with me, with one other person ever. And I've been... In the game for for a bit over ten years, so <laughs> I don't know what to say to her. Um, I do, you know, I've gone out of my way to to kind of take as much responsibility as I can. Um, <clears throat> I'm talking like, well, I was clean, you know. I, I even before this started, it was one or one or two showers a day. But I've even gotten like a UV light for myself down there because I feel like I'm a part of the part of the problem. Um, but I I don't know how to tell her that it's that she's vaginosis. And I think I, I, and honestly, you know, w- when I look it up it says just to wear a condom, which she's I mean, you know, that's not fun and she's not going to react well to that anyway. So and honestly, you know, if this isn't the end all be all, what what a gentleman do in, in you know, When this happens, whether, whether it's a one night stand and there's smells or, you know, if the smells change or in the relationship, you know, and and this has been consistent. This isn't just been like a one-time thing. I, I, you know, I gave her a do. It was like, you know, I'm talking like every time now we're talking about plus five times and it is affecting things. It's not like it, it, it bothers me, you know, and it's supposed to be a fun experience when those things happen. So anyway, uh, help me out.
0: Well, bless your sweet little heart. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, mean, go ahead. You start the old bevisal, you know, <laughs> bacterial vaginosis. She'll get you. It happens. But so, so you can you
1: give it to each other or, or you can get it because of a new sexual partner and just like your chemistry yeah. together creates this.
0: Yeah. It just disrupts. It can disrupt the bacteria the bacteria in the vagina. It's called bacterial vaginosis. I don't know what other causes are. Um, if there are other causes, um, for me, it was undiagnosed after two doctors because, well, the one doctor, I think, just, like, didn't fucking test me for it. But there was no odor, and so they didn't. And odor is, like, the, I think, most obvious symptom of it, which is what this guy's talking about. I think it's totally okay to say something. Yeah. I mean, I think she probably knows. There's no way you can't smell yourself during sex. It's so funny that he's like, I'm taking responsibility for it. I'm taking one or two showers. It's like you can't make your dick clean enough to make up for an infected vagina. Like, bless you. But yes. Yeah. We have inside problems. You have outside problems.
1: So what do you do to get rid of it? You if go you're, to the
0: doctor and you take a fucking antibiotic like a grown-up. Yeah, that's all it is. He just okay. needs to say something. He just has to say something. Yeah. And I mean, maybe it's not that. I don't know what other causes of, like, odor are, um, but a doctor does.
1: Yeah. I think <laughs> it is hard. Like, so how does he say something? What's the best way to say? Like, how do you, you
0: I go... I would just look down and get the words out. Be like, mm-hmm. hey, I've noticed, like, that the odor has changed... Yeah, Uh, I I probably gave you. Yeah, I I think. No, not I probably (laughs) gave you. But I'd be like, I think you should go to a doctor. Have you ever had like bacterial vaginosis before? Like, just tell tell her what you told us. I think you can leave out the stuff about being disgusted by it (laughs) because she'll probably put that together herself, Mm -hmm. you know, and because it's not. I mean, it's relevant, but also it's like if you deal with the problem, that will go away. And so that doesn't necessarily even need to be part of the conversation.
1: I think it's like if you are going to be in a relationship with this person and you can't communicate that you have problems and that you want to help them with their own medical problems, like that's not a good sign. So you have to say, hey, I noticed that it smells different when we have sex. It's probably this. I can take you to the doctor if you want. I know they can give you an antibiotic. And then then that way you're not in any danger Yeah. of, of getting any kind of infection from whatever. Because I want to keep having sex with you. Yeah. But I also want you to be healthy and feel be- feel okay. Yeah. And feel confident while we are doing that
0: yeah I think that the way to go is to present it as a health concern, you yeah, know?
1: like i uh, I'm just concerned, yeah, I, I want looked you it to be up. healthy I yeah. think that's this is what it is. i'm gonna let's let's go to the doctor. I'll take you, yeah, and we'll get through
0: it, yeah, because that's, and if she reacts badly to that, that is great information to have that is
1: good. That's a good Now now you know yeah. that she um can't be confronted it's and gross.
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: but that she's not a good partner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's not like difficult conversations are difficult for a reason. Yeah. But you have to practice having them because you'll probably have to have more difficult conversations down the road.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm kind of disappointed that that was so easy to solve. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we have a lot of uh, information on bacterial vaginosis up here. Will was really... Really Googling his, his, his heart out. Or JP, is this your work? I don't know this how is, the things this, get this on is the my, screen. I
2: pulled up the WebMD. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Looks so like we five
2: have... to seven days of antibiotics. It's that simple to deal with, it seems like.
0: Yeah. It, you know, it always is. It really always is. It's pretty simple. And then we're seeing some stuff on tricep fat. It looks like that came up. I don't know why that happened. (laughs) It isn't the same as a yeast infection. No, it's not. And that's why just uh, to people with vaginas who are listening, um, that was a very progressive thing of me to Mm -hmm. say. I'm really proud of myself. Mm -hmm. I wish I hadn't. I think I kind of undid it by patting myself on the back out loud after I did it. Mm -hmm. Um, But in any event, yeah, this is this is why, like, it's not a great idea to just start treating for a yeast infection. Like, a lot of women, right. if they, yeah. like, have an itch, they just immediately, like, go for the monostat. Mm-hmm. If, if you have, like, a lot of yeast infections and you're positive, mm-hmm. um, then, like, fine. But it's good to know for sure what you're dealing with because that will not help bacterial vaginosis. Nope. All right. Bum, Go to the doctor. Bum, bum. Fix your shit. Gross.
1: <laughs> it's the gross, you know. Medically gross, but it happens to lots of people. But it's the common. Thing is that it's your fault, <laughs> uh, and you're bad oh and gross.
0: You did it. This is where the unsound comes in. I'm just telling you what my doctor told me. Mm. It's a moral <laughs> failing on your part. <laughs> Oh, okay. Is your doctor your ex? (laughs) That's so funny. Um, I've actually never seen a doctor. I just... (laughs) I, I yes. Google. I Google. Uh, yeah. I Google my vaginal problems on Ugh. Christian websites mostly mm-hmm. and then get my information in solidarity way. with uh, yeah.
1: children in the third world you're like I'm not going to see a doctor until every child in the world can see doctors.
0: That's exactly <laughs> right. And then I go to Tijuana get a handful of pills, mm-hmm. take them and, you know, it's a dice roll every yeah. time. I won't say that it's not.
1: What do you what do they have in uh, Mexico Molar City? They call it the, the Molar City. It's like where everybody goes to get dental
0: work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ramsey, who works uh, at the comedy store now, just got a new tooth in Mexico. <laughs> He's wearing a Mexican tooth. Vast improvement <laughs> over just hey. the hole he had in his face before. So, yeah. Mm. I'm get sure that tooth wanna, works teeth. harder well, than okay, all his okay. other teeth. <laughs> 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 Next question. Next <laughs> question.
2: All right. We've got our next one is an email. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Hi, Laura. I'm a girl who's been dating a guy for two months and it's going really well so far.
0: It's because it's been two months. Makes sense.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, he's a huge football fan, particularly the Dallas Cowboys, and just don't think about care about sports. In fact, I think they're a little childish. And He's 40. The football season is about to start, and I'm worried he may become a little hard to handle. He was already getting a little bit agitated when he was watching the preseason games, and my friends tell me those games are basically just practices. Anything I should do to prepare myself for our relationship being affected by the results of these games? Thanks.
0: Yeah, dude, you suck. Like he what Sarah? You're a super sports person, and I noticed that you laughed when she said the preseason (laughs) games are basically just practices. I laughed
1: because she said my friends tell me those are yeah. Yeah, I mean they're very much. They're not even as hard as practices. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're saying the girl sucks. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, dude. I mean, lots
0: of men like football. Lots of people like football. Don't mm-hmm. talk to him on Sundays or Mondays. You've only been together for two months. Two months.
1: Yeah. And then also, but if you if you want to be around him or learn about the sport, but, you know, I always say that sports are really important to people because they're very important to me because um, the older you get, the harder you work in life. Sometimes you just need something in your life that is fair based on you know, there are winners and losers based on merit and effort. Like, you can't score a touchdown because your dad's a cinematographer, Mm. right? So, like, that's why I feel like I like it because I've worked in a very unfair industry for a really long time. So I thrive by watching things that are, are based on merit and effort and there's a winner and a loser and there's a judge and, like, it feels very democratic. Yeah. And so I think a lot of men and people cling to sports because it's this one thing that, you know, that they can be a part of That you get excited about or you cheer for. Um, And I think, you know, as a woman, if you're, if you don't care about sports, think about something in your life that you care about that nobody else understands. Yeah. You know, like whether it's the real housewives or if it's,
0: you know, the thing yeah. that popped into my head was The Bachelorette. Yeah, Bachelorette. Like, like, every guy that I've dated thinks it's so dumb. And I'm like, mm-hmm. do you think that I don't know that it's dumb? Yeah. Of course I know yeah. that it's dumb, but that doesn't mean I'm available Monday night. Right. You know?
1: And I'm still getting upset at right. who they kick off for and that fun. they're keeping the crazy person because it's better for TV. For
0: fun. <laughs> yeah, for fun. It's for fun. Yeah.
1: And so either leave him alone on Sundays and Mondays. Bec- but luckily this year, the Cowboys are going to be good. They're probably going to win 14 games. So there should only be about three games where he's really, really mad <laughs> the yeah. following week. And uh, But also... That's okay. It's okay for a, a man to show his emotions, right? especially when it comes to football. It is good practice for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, if he cannot control them and it is affecting your relationship, then he might not be the one for you.
0: Right. I also would really encourage you to check yourself before you wreck yourself, <laughs> uh, especially if it's been going really well for these two months and it sounds like it has. Before you run your mouth about this, even for a moment's time, know that like this is the kind of thing that fucks it up two months in Mm -hmm. because if he senses any like hint of you trying to control him control his time take this away from him you know (laughs) if he gets a hint of like oh my god you seriously have to watch the game again it's not even important why can't we go apple picking or whatever the (laughs) fuck it is you want to do and think you should be doing This is the shit that men will break up with you over two months in because you it has not been long enough for you to start dictating what he does with his time.
1: He did it. He liked the Cowboys before you started dating. And he's going to like him after he dumps your ass.
0: (laughs) Should you say should you repeat to him what you said to me about Mm -hmm. preseason games basically being just practices? I
1: think it's fine when people have. When couples who are in relationships do things separately, so it's like, listen, if you're not interested in football and you have no interest in learning about football or making food for all his friends when they come over to watch them, yeah, what are you talking about? Fine, it's fine if you don't care, just go and do something else that day because, you know, it's like I don't want my boyfriend coming with me to, I don't want to do a spa day together. I'm like, no, I need time away from you. Totally. You know what I mean? Like we need to do separate things Yeah, and this is good practice. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. He's not choosing football over you. He's choosing football over lots of things because that's what makes him happy. Right. And if you have something in your life that makes you very happy, you wouldn't want him to tell you, you can't do that because you don't, he doesn't understand it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's not fair. Absolutely. Um, I'm also sorry that I told you that uh, you suck. I don't have enough listeners at this point to (laughs) speak to people that way. Um, It's just that sometimes these pop up and it's so clear to me, you know, Mm -hmm. most of the time there's like not a right and wrong, you know, most of the time there's a little bit of each. Yeah. But here, I mean, you just got to.
1: Yeah. The chances of you meeting a man that's just really not into football is, you know. Well and if you live in Texas for
0: sure. Right and and also like <laughs> do the do the math. I think that we need to be selective about like what our deal breakers are and mm-hmm. what our things are that we're not willing to deal with because it's like probably you already are only interested in 5 to 10% of men. Mm-hmm. Do you want to make it 1% <laughs> over something harmless mm-hmm. like
1: this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you feel that
0: way. Yeah. I know. Why?
1: I don't know, because I'm just glad that another woman feels that way, even though—I mean, are you a huge
0: sports fan? I like football. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honestly as much of a sports fan as the man I'm dating. Like, really? I, won't, I won't, like, pursue it by myself. I will watch the game that we care about, and then I'll fall asleep— on the Mm -hmm. couch, which I love to do. Mm -hmm. Like I I find so much comfort in that. I enjoy my nap that I take during the second game that Mm -hmm. no one really cares about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I like it. But I also like what you said. You know, I like people getting together. Like Mm -hmm. I like the fun of it. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is just like shut your mouth during the plays. The plays are one tenth of the time Mm -hmm. that you're spending together. Yeah. So just hang out and be cool.
1: Yeah, and you can either get into it like him. Right. You could learn about it and try to
0: enjoy it too. But Which you might if you open you your goddamn might. mind for one second.
1: But if not, then just let him be and be like, all right, I'm going off to do my own thing. Now I have my Sunday mornings free. What am I going to do on my Sunday mornings? Right. I'll go out to brunch with my friends. 100%. He does his thing. And like he will love
0: you so much more for that. Yeah. Just don't yeah. get in the way of it. He <laughs> loves this a lot more than he loves you right now.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. I love it. What do we got next? All right. It. We got another
2: email here. Hey, Laura. My three friends and I planned a girl's trip to Las Vegas early in the summer, and just last week, one of the boyfriends suggested he and my other two my, he and my other two friends' boyfriends should come along. I'm single, and now that means the couples are going to get their own rooms, and I'm going to be stuck getting my own room and basically being a seventh wheel. How do you think I should handle this?
0: Uh, that sucks of them. That sucks of them. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Yeah, that's so fucked up. I would say that <sighs> that is fucked up. I don't think that there's anything wrong with being the person who throws a wrench in these plans because you had plans to hang out as girls. And for me, even if you were even if you were all paired up, that's such a different experience. And it's like, how often do we actually get to like go on trips with our girlfriends right. and just catch up? There's so much shit. 99% of the shit that I want to talk to my girlfriends about, I don't want to say in front of their boyfriends. Do I expect them to repeat it to their boyfriends after we're done <laughs> hanging out? Absolutely. I don't care. Yeah. That's part of, like, being in a partnership, in my opinion. But, like, I don't want to talk to your boyfriend about it or have yeah. his dumb face be there while I'm talking about it. It's just I such just... a completely different dynamic, and it's so shitty if there's a single friend.
1: Yeah. So, it's to me, they either did this on purpose because they don't want her to go, Mm. Or, or uh, they're just that bad of friends that they didn't even consider how it would make her feel and she should get better friends. Because like those, that's, that's really a deal breaker in a friendship where you go, wow, we had this plan. now, yeah, one of the boyfriends suggested, like, so...
0: It sounds like he invited himself himself and they
1: didn't know how to do that. So so... I would say either like if we're going to make it a girl's trip, great. But if you're if it's going to be a couple's trip, then I'm not going for obvious reasons and I'll go do my own thing. You guys have a good time and just don't make plans with them again, because clearly they didn't prioritize your own feelings. It's not like, you know, some being single is some sort of, you know bad thing or rare thing like there's tons of single people everybody has a single girlfriend they're usually way more fun on the trip anyway
0: yeah and your friends have probably been single before and know how this would feel exactly i mean just based on the fact that you're friends with them Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i feel like single women make friends with single women more Mm -hmm. often married women make friends with other married women more often like that's just how it goes um and so, yeah, I think that they probably know how this would make them feel. And just like, I, I'm seeing this like, I'm going to be stuck getting my own room. Yeah, if it was just you and two girlfriends, you would get a hotel room and it would be fun as fuck. It would mm-hmm. be a sleepover. Yeah. This is just so different. This it, is
1: really shitty. I would take the money that you are going to spend on that trip and take yourself somewhere by yourself.
0: Two like, words, male prostitute. <laughs> no. And... Yeah. Take yourself. I also think that this is a situation where because something that I struggle with sometimes being on the inside of my own problems is like, when do you speak up? When do you let it go? Mm -hmm. I think this is an instance where like, you will feel better if you say something. You know what I For mean? For sure. You have to As say something. As opposed to just like not saying something and being pissed and being distant from them. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm hurt and I'm angry. There's probably a ringleader
1: amongst the group that was like, it'll be fine. She's fine. And there yeah. was probably one of the other friends that was like, are you sure? And then the ringleader was like, dude, she'll be fine. Right. Right. And then you haven't said anything. So you definitely probably have an ally in that group yeah. of the four of the, the four of you. So, And if you don't, your group sucks. And if you don't, your group sucks. And you should take your money that you were going to spend on Vegas and go up to wine country by yourself to a spa and just spa it out and drink wine and forget about those bitches because they don't deserve you as a friend. Or with your
0: other single friend who thinks that they're bitches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you have another friend who thinks that these girls yeah. are bitches because they are.
1: Yeah. I mean, how could you? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do a couple's trip, then make it a couple's trip and don't invite that friend. But if you're not, you know.
0: You know what's so funny is that even when I had a boyfriend, this would have pissed me off. Like, I'm picturing two of my good female mm -hmm. friends. And there was a time when we all had boyfriends at the same time. Mm -hmm. And if they had been like, what if we bring the boyfriends? I would have been like, no. Yeah. I don't even want to. But notice she said that the
1: boyfriend suggested it, not the girlfriend suggested that they bring all the boyfriends. So it sounds like the boyfriend is probably... Butting no- into shit left well, and he's right? he's probably worried that shit's going to go down in Vegas, and he's mm. a controlling asshole. Yeah. And he was like, you know it would be great as if we came with you, which means, hey, I'd like to keep an eye on you yeah. while you go on this girl's trip in Vegas. That's a huge red flag if that's the case. And that that couple is destined for failure. Yeah. Uh, so either you need to stand up to him... And be like, fuck you, we're going on a girl's trip. Or you just need to get out of that whole situation together. Because if he's the one that suggested it to me, that's probably a big red flag.
0: Yeah, I, um, like, my friend got a boyfriend and he's not... You no, know, I, I won't say he's not a bad guy. Because mm-hmm. I'm not convinced of that yet mm-hmm. because of the way they immediately became so enmeshed. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it was a flag. Like, yep. he just became a part of every single corner of her life, was calling my boyfriend, wanting to hang out. Like that kind of thing where it's mm. just like, you don't, uh, I do not like it. Yeah, why are you like working it? so like hard it. for everyone to like you? Right, right. Why is her world now your world? Like, what were you doing right. before? Where's your life? Yeah. Do you exactly. not have a life
1: alone and by yourself? Exactly. And like, yeah. that is, I know when people say, oh, marriage is work. I go, no, it's not. It's like, it's a it's a garden that you tend. Mm. You just kind of keep everything alive and moving, but it sh- you shouldn't have to replant shit every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when a relationship starts that way, when, like, the gas is just pressed way too hard, it's very hard to sustain that kind of momentum... And it usually means that that person needed somebody in his life to distract him for something shitty that's really going on, mm-hmm. something that he's not addressing, something that he's uncomfortable with, whether it be in his own family, and he's escaping that and you are his escape. That's why your your whole life is now his whole life, because he's escaping from his
0: own problem. Yeah, like, why don't you have other friends? Yeah. Where are your friends?
1: Yeah, well, maybe your friends go, maybe, you know, like this is just an example, but like maybe he's an alcoholic or, you know, maybe his parents are getting a divorce and he doesn't want to deal with it. So he's just like, I'm in a relationship and this is going to distract me and I'll just like ignore what's happening. This shit men do all the time and they just go, I'll just push that to the side and I'll never talk about it or deal with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, something I hate when my friends do is like they get into a relationship and then forever it's a package deal. If you want to hang out with one, you're hanging out with both because they're totally codependent and they're joined at the hip.
1: Oh, my God. And so so
0: unhealthy. Haven't you known people so, like that oh yeah. where it's like you have plans to go to lunch? Oh, hey, is it OK if so-and-so comes along? No, it's not. No, it's, it's not OK. Not. It's not OK. It's not It's incredibly lame.
1: I want to go to lunch with you. Yeah. And I'm going
0: to go to lunch with your plus yeah, one. Yeah, actually, I don't give a shit about your boyfriend <laughs> and I find him kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. I just didn't think I would need to say that to mm-hmm. you. And and I mean, I, I haven't said that, but I have been like, no. Mm -hmm. I just want to hang out with you. Yeah. It doesn't feel good to say no. Yeah, absolutely. No, dude. No, it's not okay. Yeah, especially when the answer's fucking no. (laughs) And it's the difference between, like, going to lunch and not. Like, honestly, I would rather not hang out with you than hang (laughs) out with both of you. yeah. You know how much work it is to get in my car and drive somewhere and go to lunch these days? Like, To have your goddamn boyfriend interrupt (sighs) every time a thought occurs to Mm -hmm. him to make some dumb fucking joke (laughs) in the middle of my story that I've been waiting (laughs) to tell you for six months because we never hang out anymore? I know. So
1: lame. So much work. Yeah, because then you also... You know your friend, but then you're having to get to know their boyfriend. And you're like, this is so much work. And their
0: boyfriend's never that cool. (laughs) I'm sorry. He's never that (laughs) cool. I understand that you have a lot of chemicals going through your body that make you think he's cool. I'm not fucking him. I'm not sleeping next to him. Those chemicals aren't in my body. I'm not releasing oxytocin for shit when this (laughs) dude's around. Yeah. Get him out of there, dude. Lame. Yeah. Get him out of there. It's so lame.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, people are very uncomfortable, I think, being alone. This society has taught us with social media that we we are, we need, you know, other people around in order for us to be happy. Yeah. I go to movies by myself. I go to dinner by myself or lunch by myself. I'm like, oh, I have the morning free. I'm going to take myself to breakfast. Right. And I've heard people say all the time, wow, it's so amazing that you are here by yourself. And I'm like... What? I I prefer this. Right. I would prefer to eat here by myself right. and just read the news on my phone and have to sit here and make a conversation with someone. And then I can yeah. also order two things and nobody judges me because mm-hmm. <laughs> they always go, oh, is somebody else coming? I go, oh, no, this is both for me because I can never decide what I want. Yeah. Especially at breakfast. I'm like, no, 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 I need like a waffle and an omelet. Yeah. And I'm not going to eat all of it, but I need a little taste. Yeah. And I like to waste food. But anyway, I'm just saying that, like, I go to baseball games by myself. I have no issue going anywhere by myself. And I think more and more people in the world that we live in now should try doing that and get over the fear of being alone. Because once you're not afraid to be alone, you can be with another person and have a very healthy relationship. You cannot do that if you need um. A companion everywhere you go. If you can't go to lunch by yourself, you can't go to the gym by yourself. You can't go on a trip by yourself. Like, come on, dude. Like, we're adults here. Yeah, we don't need a
0: babysitter. Yeah, a hundred percent. As long as it's
1: safe. I'm not saying like go to a club on an alley by yourself. You know what I mean? Like, those are times when you need a girlfriend because you need you need people to know for your own safety as a woman that you're. You don't go to certain places alone. That's I want to make that
0: clear. Yeah, no, no, of course, of course, you shouldn't go to alleys with another person. (laughs) There's nothing in there for you.
1: I mean, it's like don't go to Staples Center alone, but Dodger Stadium is fine. That's
2: so funny. I agree about that. I've taken trips by myself. Mm -hmm. Actually, I went. I, I I know it's it's different. I'm a guy. Sometimes traveling can be a little dicey. Sure. Um, we travel all the time taken... by
0: ourselves just, <laughs> yeah. as, just as comics. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. true.
2: It's, 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 you do, I found myself experiencing more things when I was traveling by myself than with a group of friends because suddenly I was, I had to talk to a local or right. I had to like, I, I stumbled into a tour in Hamburg because a guy saw me sitting by myself and he's like, hey, can I show you my city? And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah.
1: yeah. I went to Istanbul by myself and met a lady on the plane and then we ended up meeting up like five days later at this like, uh, mom, like a spa, and <laughs> we had to be naked around each other. I'm like, eh, I just met you, but whatever. I cares? I'm never going to see you again. Yeah. But it's kind of just like, I, I, I agree. I got to meet so many more people. My head was up. I was more alert because I was yeah. talking to locals or getting to know and understand things. And I felt more aware of my surroundings being alone than I would have if I had been traveling with someone else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I Spring. find that I do best when I'm dating another introvert hmm Uh, because when I'm dating someone who feels like, well, and even I don't even know if it's a matter of introversion and extroversion as much as a matter of just like codependency and yeah. like being able to do shit by yourself, like you're talking about. Cause yeah, the last person I was with wanted to go to parties and to go out to think to go to like concerts and stuff that like are not really my scene, mm-hmm. which would not have been a problem, except that he wanted me to go with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would rather do a puzzle on my net. Like, we work in nightlife. I know. You know what I mean? And so when I don't have a show, I'm not like, yeah, let's go to a show. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know.
1: It's very hard for... Like, I have neighbors that are always like, do you want to come over and drink wine? I'm like, I talk to people for a living, dude. Like, I'm worn out by the end of the day. Even now when we're like on strike and I'm not even doing anything and playing backgammon on my phone, I'm like, oh, I don't have the energy to talk to my neighbor. You know what I mean? But like... (sighs) But it, you know, I get it, like I think, as comics, we are a little worn out by being like so social, yeah, so the idea of being social when you're when you're off work is
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You can stream Sarah's latest Special 44 on YouTube. And to see when she's coming to your town, go to Tiana.com. Make sure you spell Sarah with an H. Thank if you. If you'd like some unsound advice, send me a voice memo at lara, L-A-R-A, at unsoundadvicepod.com. JP, <laughs> you are killing me. <laughs> we will feature you in an upcoming episode. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. That Easy. was fun.
1: That was so much fun. I like